Hello everyone, welcome back to the JarCast. I am here with Lulu Slacia, my co-host. Hi, and today we're interviewing Mr. Holt. Um, and just for clarity, this is G. Holt. Holt <laughs> 1.0, fifth grade Mr. Holt, whatever you... Oh, G. Mr. Holt. Yeah. I'm the original. <laughs> whatever you want to call him. Mr. Holt, how are you doing? Pretty well, thank you. Thanks okay. for having me. We are doing a morning recording. This is this is new for the JarCast. It's 7.21 a.m. Uh, do we sound awake? <laughs> There's no way for them to respond to us. So sometimes, we, <laughs> sometimes we ask them questions. And we ask rhetorical questions. We <laughs> have to ponder for their own souls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can also ask the question of how many hours of sleep did we get last night? You know. We are not going to answer that was today. Was it four? Was it six? Was it two? You never know. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you sleep? <laughs> um, Mr. Holt, you've been teaching at ACA since our beginning in 2014. Um, what do you enjoy teaching about? Like teaching at ACA? Um, I think teaching at ACA, the thing that, I've, that drew me here and that's kept me here is is truly the community. I know it kind of gets harped on a lot, so mm-hmm. people just kind of say that as a cliche answer, but it really is having like a great group of teacher friends that I want to see every day and mm-hmm. the students that um, I get to teach. And I think even at this point now, it's like having just families of people that I know, is having taught yeah. like several different so say generations, not quite generations, yeah. but uh, several <laughs> different yet. siblings of the same family. So it's, it, it really is like a thing that I look forward to seeing the people that I want to be with during the day. Yeah, teach, you've been teaching fifth grade all this time. Mm-hmm. How? Why fifth grade? What really spoke to you about that? I think um, I actually wanted to teach high school originally. I think a lot of college kids coming out really like have an idea of teaching high school something or the <laughs> other um and of course that wasn't even an option at ACA the first year yeah uh, highest we had of seventh and eighth and uh the seventh and eighth grade history spot was already taken by a Mr. Ian Nugent oh, um of so <laughs> sorry the first new first time I knew he was gonna start ruining my life um <laughs> but uh Dr. Moore said that he would be interested in having me teach fifth grade um and it's actually a funny story because I Miss Flynn is my co-fifth grade teacher who we've taught together the past eight years. I guess she took a couple year hiatus there. Um, but uh, we had actually had the same class together senior year and we had not known each other at all through Hillsdale and it's, it's a small campus. Um, and we had been sitting, we had a mutual friend that we sat next to and then we were talking about like, oh, like what are you looking to do after college? And she's like, I think I'm going to teach. I'm like, oh, really? What are you thinking going to teach? I'm like, oh, Atlanta Glasgow Academy, fifth grade. It's like, me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was really great that um, I think it's something that I hadn't seen for myself that Dr. Moore was like, I think you'd be really good about with this. And it's turned into such a great age. I think like fifth grade is kind of, I would say it's like the sweet spot where it's like they're old enough that they're like at least partly human at that point in fifth right. grade. <laughs> and, but they're smart enough to ask questions and they really care about school and mm-hmm. there's not a cynicism to them that you kind of develop in, in the later grades. It's kind of like right between them where they're excited, but they're actually like really um, excited about learning and they ask good questions, but they kind of do it with still a sense of like wonder and joy. 
Yeah, I remember fifth grade being pretty fun. Mm -hmm. And then it goes into sixth grade and you get to all those hormones and it just all falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> but um you've been here since the beginning. How do you think the school's changed such improved over the years? Yeah, it's been it's been fun to watch kind of the various principals and leaders we've had that have all kind of I think prepared the school in some way for um, where we are today, I think Dr. Moore did a fantastic job of like laying out the vision for what ACA could be and what it should be. And then Mr. Lampert did a great job of really kind of systematizing things and putting yeah. processes in that kind of like, okay, well, that's a great idea. And then now it's, let's, let's, stream, let's make this doable. And then yeah. Mr. Knowles did a great job of coming in and working with teachers and kind of carrying out those things and expanding the school. Like, right, he was the principal of the first graduating class. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. All of those principles think, you know, an institution models or is shaped after what the leader looks like, and it's been fun to watch how AC is kind of sh formed and shaped uh, by each of those people. But it, I, I do think it's the biggest thing is like it's it's fun to watch how this is kind of just it's being it's creating a atmosphere and an experience that you can like obviously the teachers and everyone is important, but it's kind of getting to the point where you can plug in different people and the same mission is there, and yeah. that's kind of like no one questions that anymore. We know what we're supposed to be doing here. Yeah. And it's like, you still have to work hard for it and you have to have the right people in place and all those things. But um, I do feel like it's finally kind of, it's starting to be able to deliver on a lot of things of fine arts and athletics and the academic performance and some of this outside social, uh, social experiences. It's been hard with COVID kind of, yeah. you know, stagnating that for, for a couple of years, but I really feel like it's, it's all the pieces are in place and it's really been fun. Yeah, I think recovering from COVID took the school a minute, but I think we've come back even stronger, which is mm. great and exciting to see. Yeah. I know we won't get to see it, but I'm excited mm. to see where ACA goes. Yeah, I think even a stronger sense of purpose. It was at the the uh, state of the school last night. Did you guys watch that? No, we didn't. Well, I've, I heard about the big things, but I didn't yeah. watch Yeah, well, Kiki just spoke at it and just talked about her experience of, like, coming to school and seeing the hallways empty and then just having this like yeah. reignition of this love and joy for the place. And I feel like that's probably what a lot of students kind of maybe experience after COVID coming back and being like, yeah, this thing I complained about all the time. I'll still complain about it. And as teachers, <laughs> we'll still complain about doing all things, but it just really makes us appreciate yeah. what we do have. Yeah. I remember like walking back in and just like into the empty hallway to get my books and just being like a little angry and saddened and yeah. like, that was like a moment where I like truly started to appreciate my education. Just yeah. you know, like, wait, yeah, this is something that can be taken away from you. Yeah. And I don't know. Um, maybe there, you experience something similar to that with teaching. It was funny. There's, and it, I do think I, it, it is not, I've never taught at any other school other than right. ACA. And it's, it's, it's hard to imagine why you would want to teach at a school if you didn't care about what you taught and you didn't care yeah. about the students. And it's funny, there was, like, in the final, like, in last February, right before everything opened up again, there was, like, a couple places, like, restaurants and things that had, like, teachers, like, buy one, get one free, like, kind of teacher appreciation. <laughs> and we'd be at these places that are just, like, these food halls, and they're just, like, packed with people, packed with teachers. And they're all talking about how, like, they were just so devastated and just so upset that their school was trying to get them back to school and trying to kill them. Yeah. by having them teach in the school at this time like yeah. this. And we, we can have that argument later, but the whole fact was they were all just unmasked with, like, hundreds <laughs> of people <laughs> taking advantage of free food. But, like, how dare we have to go back to work? And it was like, no, this is 
all like ACA teachers want to go back to work right. and we want like like there are there are concerns like not saying that there aren't but it was, oh, yeah. it was just the whole sentiment was just completely different like finally we get to see our kids again and there's like wow I, I hate those kids like why do we have to do this like, <laughs> yeah um so maybe in a similar line you've played a big influence on the school maybe on the more fun side of things <laughs> than like I don't know the Colonel Lamberty side I don't know what to call that um um, from actual work yeah <laughs> when you're not working you are wearing fun Christmas suits and you're doing halftime games That's I guess even we haven't seen working. those oh even when I'm working I guess that is true that is, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and halftime shows and I guess maybe not shows um, and uh, maybe and announcements I don't know you're running the house system mm-hmm. correct mm-hmm. Um, so what, where's your inspiration for all that like I don't know extra community fun come from yeah, I think I, that's something that I've always enjoyed, and I think that I, part of building a culture, you have to have a reactive side, a discipline side, but you also have a proactive culture building side that mm-hmm. kind of puts things in place for students to experience fun activities and to experience companionship and camaraderie, um, and like, I had, I went to a big public high school, um, I think my graduating class was the size of ACA about, All right. um, <laughs> And it had a lot of great things. Like, I really enjoyed a lot of things. But it also had, I think I've said this to a lot of students, right? It had fun things like pep rallies and it had things like events and, you know, and I, I enjoyed those. I, I did. Um, but in all the meaningful ways, it, it fell short in so many ways that I yeah. have few lasting relationships with, with, with my with friends. I have, a, I have a couple of them that I still stay in contact with. But... Um, but I think there are some fun ways that it's like, especially for a new school, I think I kind of wanted to help out in a way because right at first there were no like seniors or juniors to teach yeah. the next class of people how to like, right, have traditions to start. So I think I kind of wanted to help out and I've always had a desire to like create those outside of school environments where we can start traditions and have fun yeah. and kind of, uh, yeah, enjoy things in ways that you can't necessarily in a classroom. Right. A hundred percent. Um. Yeah, um, well, talking about your influence at school, one of the big things that's happened th- last year was uh, us winning state, the girls winning <laughs> state. How's the soccer team looking this year? Pretty good, pretty good. We have some good new additions to the team. I think the first, we had a great win against Woodfield, mm-hmm. which was which was pretty awesome. Um, we... I think I I I, well, I think we'll make a pretty good playoff for push this year. That's that, that's my goal. Um, and I think this year we have, think overall, I think a lot of people have improved. I think we have a lot of good people this year. I think we're, we're deeper in some ways than we have. It's always the first couple games you're figuring out the position of everyone. You don't really know where everyone fits. Like last yeah. year we had someone who played defense, Annabelle, who was usually a forward, and we told her she's going to play defense. And yeah. uh, usually it's kind of having a small number of people. You have to, to kind of like a jigsaw puzzle of figuring out what is the best possible solution. But I think, I think we're going to be really good this year. I think we'll be we're looking at another good run. Good. Are, you, are you all in like the preseason right now? What, what's happening here? We already had two games, so we just started. They had... Uh, <laughs> but these aren't like in the like the division. They're not division. Yeah, okay. yeah they're they're, uh, they're they're non-conference games. Um, they started the soccer season three weeks earlier than normal this year. Um, oh, wow. It's like it's been like it ends up being like almost an entire semester of a season, which is a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. A lot for the girls. A lot for the coaches. It's like a yeah, a lot of time. And so um, 
we started early January. We would have started the first week of school had it not been virtual. And <laughs> the uh, the girls, uh, well, the problem with the the problem with working at a small school with these numbers is we don't have a, a ton of people. Yeah. And at a small school, uh, I, we have a lot of people playing multi multiple sports, which is fantastic. The, except that we have a third of our team playing on the basketball team, who has their last game today. <laughs> so we've been practicing with anywhere between eight and ten people. Mm-hmm. for the past month, which is impressive that we're able to beat Whitfield and even we, we just played a six A school the other day and we, we lost uh, four to one but it was it was it was a respectable four to one. Um so without having full team practices I'm pretty pleased with how they're playing. Yeah, and I heard that school has like tons of kids so Yeah, the school has uh ten times the amount of people in the high school as we do. So yeah. they have a bigger <laughs> pool of people to draw from <laughs> definitely <laughs> I want to talk about your winning of the Atlanta United contest. Mm-hmm. I know, I guess this is still on the topic of soccer. Um, what kind of inspired you maybe to do that? Or, I don't know. I don't want to say it seems like a big risk, but you kind of got a lot of fifth graders excited about <laughs> something that might not happen. So, yeah. I don't know. What what made you want to go for it? I See, guess. that's the joy of fifth graders, is they get really excited about so many things. And it's just, <laughs> just another thing they got excited about. And it's, uh, but actually, it was Mr. Sheps who told me about the competition. I didn't know it was happening. He uh, he shot me a text with the the, the tweet from Darren Eels about having some competition. He's like, you should totally do this. And I was like, I I don't have anything that special that I'm gonna pull out. Like, there're gonna be like hundreds of young middle-aged people just like me recreating goals. Like, that's not gonna be special. Like, I'm not that much more talented. That I could like pull off anything better. And I was like, if I got the fifth graders involved, that could be right. cool though. <laughs> And so, thankfully, with 54 kids, you have enough people to recreate an entire fan section and a team. And so, <laughs> the only problem with obviously our field is is smaller than a standard sized field out there, oh, the turf yeah. field, you know, the uh, little patch there. But so it's we, close to the right side. We're close. We're close. <laughs> it's at least the right shape. It's yeah. right shape. <laughs> um, so we we went out there and we had a tedious task of getting. I mean, we took we took. 30 takes oh, wow. and the kids hated me so much for it after the first time like it was during the recess and then I oh. had to pull them out again because like guys we're going to get this and like <laughs> we went back and had to go it again during like uh, one of the recent the PE periods um and yeah it, it took a lot of a lot, lot of a lot of time to get everything just right and then what made it really special was after that was that day I was like I wasted so much time um, <laughs> filming this, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is a pain!" Like I could have done and any number of things for for this. And uh, Miss Hopperch and I were going to Rev Coffee up in Smyrna, like after school. It was, I think it was before. It was before some other. Oh, it was before the home marathon. That was right. It was before okay. the home marathon. And so. Um, oh, that yes. It was like, you told me that night. I'm yeah. remembering now. Yeah. It's like we're not gonna. Sl- I'm not gonna sleep tonight at all. So and I'm not gonna have <laughs> any time to work tomorrow. So I gotta get some work done today. So we're going to Rev Coffee, and I pull up, and I'm like. I think that guy's Darren Eels right there. He's the, the president of Land United at the coffee shop. And he's wearing a Joseph 100 goal score. Goal <laughs> score. I was like, wow, this is providential. Um, yeah. So I, I wait, he's having a conversation, so I wait till he's done, and I walk up, and I think he probably thought I was just kind of some fan at first. It was like, hey, uh, Mr. Eels, like, uh, yes? Like, uh, can I... Uh, Crazy story, I'm a teacher, and I just made the Joseph 100 video. Do you mind if I show you? He goes, oh, absolutely. And he <laughs> was like, brilliant, brilliant. What was your name? I'll have to look out for it. <laughs> so I made a Twitter that day. 
Um, <laughs> first tweet, big success. It's like going to be only downhill from here. That's why I'm never going to post again. Uh, but yeah, but I, I tweeted it out and um, and he retweeted us at ACA the later that day. And then, um, of course, Mr. Sheps and his Mr. Sheps ways uh, kept stumbling across Darren Eels after. Like, this is like, we've seen this man like once in our time in the eight years in Atlanta. And then in the next, <laughs> the span of the next three weeks, Mr. Sheps and I stumbled across him three separate times. Really? <laughs> and Mr. Wow. Sheps wow. saw him at a restaurant. He had just been sitting there doing some work. And there was one seat there at the, the bar next to him. And Mr. Hughes. Ran up and sat down next to uh, Mr. Sheps, and his com- Mr. Sheps' computer was out. He was doing some work, and he had the video up there, and he goes, uh, Mr. Eels, uh, <laughs> you're not going to believe this, but I'm the principal at the school that Mr. Holt filmed this. I know he talked to you. <laughs> and then he uh, ran into him again. There's a there's an ACA event at the Local 3, and Mr. Sheps thought that it was on the back patio, and it wasn't. It was in one of the side rooms, so he walks into the back patio, and there's no one out there except <laughs> Mr. Darren Eels sitting at a table there, and he looks up... <laughs> I think he just said something like, hello, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, it was a, a, a string of providential uh, circumstances that yeah. led to us uh, finally ending up winning that. But that, that was a blast. It was, it was great to, the owner's box was really fun. The kids had a great time. I mean, I think being a fifth grader and seeing your face on the big screen, the Jumbotron, having, having a segment of the Jumbotron yes. set for yeah. you guys as the winners just, yeah. Probably, I don't think it gets better than that. No. I remember no. always wanting to be on the Jumbotron as a kid. And always like going crazy, but never getting there. But I still, as a grown adult, <laughs> want to be on the Jumbotron. <laughs> Mr. Bencourt was telling us about that the next day, and he was like, he had a friend who was like filming yeah. for the Jumbotron, and he was like, eventually, he was like, we didn't know what to do with ourselves. We were on the Jumbotron <laughs> so many times. Yeah. It's like the classic thing at, a, at any sort of baseball game or basketball game that people are really excited for doing whatever challenge, yeah. and as soon as it gets in, they just, like, collapse, and I have no yeah. idea. Like, oh, wait, this isn't what I wanted. <laughs> I changed my mind. Um, so, is that maybe your favorite soccer moment, or do you have another favorite soccer moment, maybe? I think probably winning the state championship. Winning state. Yeah, yeah. Winning I, this. I, mean, I think the shootout, I think, I think the shootout in the first round, uh, did I think you guys go to that game? Like to the commerce game? I don't think I did. Oh, I don't think so. That was that that was probably my most exciting probably the most exciting soccer moment was just the shootout victory in the first round. Yeah. That was thrilling, exhilarating, sickening, all sorts of feelings and emotions. But it was it was great. That was probably Martinez. Meeting Martinez number two. Okay. <laughs> Have you guys seen the jersey? No. Hanging up, no. It's hanging up in the, the fifth grade hallway. Okay. Yeah, they got it framed, and it's got his, his autograph right there, That's so it's cool. like right outside my classroom. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, so this maybe we talked about this a little bit earlier, but you helped create the house system at mm-hmm. ACA, and what made you want to create the house system? What inspiration did you have for that? Yeah. Um, I think it's funny. Probably whenever you hear house system, everyone always talks about like Harry Potter, and everyone kind of brings it yeah. back. Like, oh, this is like Harry Potter. And I think that's probably where most Americans are familiarized with it. Um, however, it is like just a, a, a staple of like a lot of British British schools. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I know our very own Dr. KT and former Dr. Negus were uh, parts <laughs> of it growing up, and several other I think fa- faculty have been as well. Um, so it's, it's something that I'd wanted to do as far back as I'm mean, even when Dr. Moore and Mr. Lambert were here, and kind of we even made some moves to uh, to go do that. Um, Mr. Andrew and I were able to actually, we, we went to a school at Savannah, went to go visit a school in Savannah that was similar to ours that had done, a classical school that had done it even back 
five years ago. Um, but it just never materialized, yeah. just the different things. And then um, it actually really wasn't until Mr. Rosenzweig came and who had been in charge of running uh, the uh, house system at his prior schools. And he had a ton of experience with that. And as, as you guys know, Mr. Rosenzweig has a ton of experience with seemingly everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just has been, been in every part of a school. And so he had all sorts of great ideas. And him and yeah. Mr. Sheps had actually talked about that a lot over the summer before we began about trying to get this thing kicked off the ground. Um, we were able to use a lot of money from the CARES Act from COVID to oh, put it wow. toward this thing, which is really amazing yeah. to have like an extra budget to buy t-shirts, lockers, things, flags, all of these things that we'll be able to use for a while. So that was really great. Uh, but they kind of wanted to have someone help run it. So that's kind of when they brought me in at the mm. beginning of the school year. And so, yeah, it's been fun trying to work with that. I think it's it's definitely in its infancy right now. It's it's, it's hard to find the time to do things. But I think as a lot of you know, talk to any middle schoolers, it's kind of crammed in during lunch, but yeah. working on ways next year to kind of have a little more time for that, to have competitions, to have fundraisers, to have service projects, um, and to really kind of get it running itself. Yeah. How How is it going to be transitioned from, like, when you leave 8th grade to go ninth grade? Is it, like, done by then? Or? I think right now it's, it, w it is going to be done. They're not going to bring it into the high school. I think student government plays a big role in high school, and mm -hmm. it would be kind of, right now at least, we haven't figured out a good way to have two governing yeah. bodies in the high school. Um, and also, I think we probably want to wait a little bit until we have, like, a lot more things in place in the house system before we can move it in. We would like to use upperclassmen, though, as kind of, like, alumni helpers. It's all about kind of, like, I think, like, you talked about, like, using the term, like, prefects or head boy or head girl yeah. or kind of some of these old terms to use for the high schoolers who want to help out. Um, so that's definitely on the table, and that will probably happen sometime pretty soon. But in terms of bringing it into the high school, probably want to kind of keep it a thing for the middle school yeah. right now to kind of give them something to latch on to and kind of, yeah, really enjoy it just for themselves. Is there going to be like some kind of graduation ceremony for these <laughs> these houses or something? Well, we're going to have award ceremonies at the end for the winning house. So oh, okay. the winning house does get a pretty big special, I mean, Mr. Rosenzweig talked about his previous one, they did anything from going to Six Flags for one of the final days at the end of the year to having like a big party with food trucks and like yard games outside yeah. so there's all sorts of things and there's individual prizes for the individual winners so there's a lot of things that hopefully in the next couple of weeks are going to be kind of popping up around the middle school for them to take advantage of and one of the biggest ones is uh just in your daily daily life is you get to kind of redeem your house points mm -hmm. that you earn for different privileges okay. some of those could be like Mr. Rosenzweig picks you up a Starbucks on the way to school, or like, <laughs> so that's like Miss Stone bakes you a pie. Still going to talk to Miss Stone about that. Um, <laughs> so just d d different things that different teachers will provide for you, or it's like at a dunk tank, like get to dunk Mr. Sheps, or oh, uh, for a can we get ride. house points? <laughs> <laughs> or it's like other ones, like you could do it on a daily basis, like for a few points, you write any socks you want, or uh, a popular one amongst middle school boys is Croc Day. And oh. so you just get to wear Crocs for a day for like 10 of your house points. You get to redeem them. And <laughs> so either way, whatever it is, it's there, there are different things you can redeem for a daily experience or like a, a big one at some time. So, yeah, I like the Croc day. I think yeah. William and I have been talking about if Crocs are in <coughs> uniform, maybe since freshman year. And if we think <laughs> we can get around it, I mean, I honestly, on the colors. I think, yeah, I think it depends on the colors and if and you have And they have to be in adventure mode, yeah. or sport mode. You 100%, yeah. four-wheel drive. You become, can't have those in... Because then they become sandals, you know. Right? Yeah, that's, that's a problem. Right, but they are 
closed toe to an extent <laughs> and they have a back if you're doing it right so i don't know i don't know i don't think any middle school boys listen so we don't need to worry about them getting any ideas um, no do you know the um adidas foam runners like the kanye shit? yeah do you think those would be loud i was just thinking like about crocs and things i have stayed completely out of uh <laughs> uniform talk so that's, that's a question for uh, uh mr sheps there oh <laughs> How close Never can mind. we push that? <laughs> I don't think he likes talking about Crocs. Oh no, I love Crocs. I just I can't speak too much about if I can allow them or not. So. That's yeah. okay. I mean, maybe allow foam run- runners as uh, <laughs> as one of your prizes. Um, and then we have some questions actually from I or inspiration from Mr. Sheps and Mr. Clawson. So these should be kind of quick as we close out here. What is the greatest picture you've ever taken? <laughs> Um, there was... <laughs> we have no context, so this yeah, is the first okay. time we're hearing about this, too. Um, there, there's kind of a, uh, a famous picture from my time at Hillsdale. Um, we were... I was the head RA of one of the dorms there. And, uh, uh, actually, uh, Mr. Clausen's head RA, his, fr- his first year, actually... Actually, Mr. Andrew and Mr. Sheps' RA. Um, but either way, we were, uh... We had to get a picture for a spear week. Because spear week, there's all these competitions. There's like a wing eating competition. A competition. There's a big like group dance competition. There's like a flag making competition. There's a photo competition, amongst others. And so, um, I had this this kind of uh, this this red suit that I still have. That actually, Mr. Sheps has helped me purchase again. He actually, <laughs> one day like the first couple years of school, he's like, "Hey, I found this. I found this red suit jacket for you again. I'd, I'd given my previous one that I had at Hillsdale away to someone at Hillsdale." thinking I would part forever with it, but it has been resurrected. Um, But either way, I had this red suit that I'd kind of like wear to various events that people knew me by, and I was trying to, um, we were getting a picture from the roof of the school library at Hillsdale, and the the whole dorm was going to be kind of spread out on the lawn below. And as I was walking up there, one of the the girls who was taking our our pictures kind of just snapped a photo of me as I was like, taking a step up the roof and there's like the sun is perfectly positioned and central hall is perfectly in the back and it's and there's kind of the wind sweeps up my jacket at the right time um and it, it really was completely unplanned like i didn't know wow. she took it until she sent the photos that night uh but it just kind of became this uh yeah this this, this famous photo wow i mean while it hills so i think i actually think uh i i recently saw somehow that uh Holden Smith has it as his Facebook profile picture. I it was like just recommended friends, and I'm like, "That's me. That's like, who, who is this? <laughs> You're friending yourself." That's um, you. Have but questions. Yeah. So that's 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 the picture. All right. This question really interested me. Supposedly, you were in a band in college. Um. Yes. Uh. I was. Oh. I <laughs> not was as called, excited to talk about this. One. Oh no, I'm very excited. I'm trying to just, just trying to put the right the, the right parameters to frame this in. Um, <laughs> I'm an entertainer, not necessarily You're a musician good. or singer. Um, All right. In fact, my vocal range extends from like a C like C sharp to like a G flat. It's like okay. it's it's like five keys. Like not just of like any octave. It's just one octave of like five keys. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's just no range. Um, That's okay. Musical instruments. I can kind of play the piano. Um, I did find I was very good at the kazoo, though. Uh, but Ooh. this group called Patches of Paisley, um, we, I think it was based off, like, a t-shirt we found at Goodwill, or, like, it was, like, a button-up shirt. It had, 
it was like just had these patches of paisley uh-huh. uh so it was like that'd be a great band name and so we <laughs> made it and so we started off as we were uh bards for hire um we just it was my friend one of my best friends uh carl vennerstrom and then two of our other good friends through there um and we just kind of put up flyers all around campus just kind of as a joke like need like one like you're tired of your alarm clock in the morning we'll wake you up like need someone to serenade you to sleep we got you happy birthday like ask someone to a date party like literally anything yeah. um and so we would just the other the other members were musical musically inclined and okay. they provide the actual musical quality um i was just there for ideas and entertainment um just yeah. kazoos a la. um either way we uh we just do various various things around camps. People call us, like especially for like morning conditioning for the football team. Some of them love that we were in the dorms, so we just like <laughs> pop in their morning. At, like my friend had an accordion, and it was like at, like four thirty in the morning. Like you'd hear this like cranking of the accordion. Like, She'll be and, like quick lights aren't coming out. Like four guys just singing to you in your room in the middle. Like, so uh, we'd do that and stuff like that. We got like. Uh, lowered into the cafeteria to sing happy birthday we had like friends get like a hunting harness and some tow ropes and they lowered me into we sang people we just invite ourselves to random birthday parties that we (laughs) thought they would have wanted us to be at right but they just forgot they just forgot to invite us so we'd show up to those um we one time kidnapped mr sheps um just it's, it's called the old switcheroo um we i'm i'm forgetting the order of this you'll have to clarify with him but it was something that he was going to, uh, there was like a, like a Sadie Hawkins dance at Hillsdale, and okay. Mrs. Sheps was going to ask him, so as part of the middle of this asking that we were going to ask him, the other half of the band came in and blindfolded him and took, threw him in the back of a trunk, and then we brought him to, me, and Mrs. Sheps was very confused to this whole thing, not sure what was happening, and then he asked her to the dance. There's various things like that, that um, but we kind of every year at this at the big Central Hall Palooza event, we would just kind of storm the stage randomly, um, right. and we would just kind of between sets and just play crowd pleasers. I mean, I think it was like, like uh, I'm a believer, Twist and Shout, Sweet Caroline, just anything that got the people going. Yeah. Um, there were usually pyrotechnics involved, and then our, our final, our, our most glorious performance was uh, our senior year. Do you, guys, do you guys know who Aaron Carter is? Yes. I, w- I want candy. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so we found out that our our student government found out that uh, or our senior class board or whoever they were, I can't remember, found out that you could rent Aaron Carter. We had a musical. It was usually like student bands, or you, they started bringing in performers. They found out that Aaron Carter was available for the small fee of three thousand dollars, <laughs> and this was like my generation's like boy band. Like he was like the first one that I remember. So they're like, oh my gosh, absolutely. So we bring him in. And so we, at this point, had made enough of a name for ourselves on campus, and we got voted in as one of the four opening student acts <laughs> to Aaron Carter. So I, for the rest of my life, I get to say that I opened for Aaron Carter. Wow. Um, and so we, we, yeah, we got to do that. Um, and we just, again, just the crowd please my friend, we just like went to, we were like, what, what do people want at a concert? We, they, want, they want party favors. And so we <laughs> went to there and filled up a big bucket full of, like, Candy and we got guy was like throwing candy out to the crowd in the middle of the performance. We're like lighting things on fire, and then we get down as we get farther through. We just have like uh, muffin packets. We're throwing like, blueberry muffin packets and gravy packets, and just like ran. Everyone's like really excited, getting all these like yeah. handfuls of like M and M's, and they're like, 
what do you do with this? And then at the bottom, my friend reaches in and pulls out an entire rotisserie chicken that we launch into the crowd that everyone just goes wild over. Kind of, uh, that was maybe, that was maybe one of the highlights of my life, watching yeah. someone just throw a rotisserie chicken into a crowd of screaming people, but... That's so funny. But that's, that's the band, so... Oh, wow. Alright, well... Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Thank you, Mr. Holt, for coming. Yes, on. Yeah, I'm glad this to is the last one. Um, uh, new episodes come out every Monday, so or every other Monday, I should say. Um, make sure to be on the lookout for those, and see you guys next week. Mm-hmm.